Welcome to Rise Up For You, a podcast focused on helping women get to the next step in life professionally and personally. Through our six pillars, relationships, investing, self-worth, career, love, and health, we focus on the whole woman. With interviews from global experts, teachers, authors, and more, we provide you with real strategy and tips that you can start implementing today in your career, relationships, and so much more. We are all about educating and empowering you to become your best self. And now your host, Natalina. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's such an honor to have you here, and it's always an honor to be here with you guys. Today, we're going to be speaking with Mikhail Dia on how to scale your business with an optimized funnel system. And I know that any of you guys that are building your own company or you're in startup phase, or even if you're a long-running online business, this episode really dives into how to make sure that your funnel system is optimized so that you're efficiently building your clientele, you're efficiently building your audience and generating leads and loyal customers. Um, again, Mikhail Dia is an expert at this. He runs his own company called Funnelytics, and today he's going to give us a ton of knowledge on how we can consistently scale our business. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Mikhail, thank you so much for joining us here today on the Rise Up Feed podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show. I always like to start thank off the show. I always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So I'd love for you to tell us about yourself and what it is that you do. Yeah, sorry for interrupting you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm very glad to be here. Uh, I am an online entrepreneur. I build uh, and scale online businesses and. The way I typically do it is using uh, marketing funnels, trying to convert traffic into actual customers. And what does that process look like? What are the steps in order to make that happen? Uh, And that's what I've been doing for the past, well, basically since 2012, I guess. So past six years, almost six years now. Um, And I've done it for various different types of businesses. I've grown a Mandarin language school. Uh, I've built a language app. I've scaled an agency as well as information-based products, coaching coaching businesses. And uh, right now, my latest venture is an as a software in the marketing space, helping uh, helping business owners and marketers better understand their their numbers. So before we jump into the meat and potatoes, because this is something that I definitely want to digest and jump into, how did you get into this industry or into this field? Did you just wake up one day and say, I'm going to start you know, building graphics in regards to the funnel system? Or was there something that led you to this entrepreneurial journey in this topic specifically? Yeah, so um, actually... So I wasn't born an entrepreneur. You know, a lot of people who are, and uh, that's definitely not me. I was, uh, I went to school for engineering uh, as a civil engineer, you know, building bridges and, and buildings and structures and that kind of stuff. And uh, after I graduated, I really, really disliked my job and what I was doing and I the trajectory I was on. And I kind of knew it while I was in university. I always find it fascinating and and curious you know the whole path of university and trying to figure out exactly what you're going to do for the rest of your life at 17 years old it's a very strange concept but I didn't know what I wanted all I knew is that I really disliked what I was doing I was sitting behind computers uh, my computer all day long drawing these AutoCAD drawings which is basically you know those big big 
plan drawings, those architectural drawings on those massive sheets. That's what I would spend my time doing every single day. And um, one day, I uh, actually decided to search how to sell online. The, the reason I did that was because my roommates and I, at the time, we started a t-shirt company, or we printed t-shirts. We didn't really have a company. We just had, to, we had t-shirts and a bunch of t-shirts uh, in our condo, and we wanted to figure out how to sell them because we sold to our, our friends, we sold to our family, our direct network referrals, and, and they sold very, very quickly, and we ordered so many more, way too many, and we had no clue how to sell to strangers. So I went and Googled how to sell online and started down this rabbit hole of understanding and learning how all of the pieces of the puzzle to kind of make an online marketing campaign work. Uh, that's what I started learning and started diving deeper and deeper into. And that's kind of how I got started into this. So it was definitely not a overnight type of thing. Uh, it took me years to learn it. it. It took me a lot of trial and error. I failed so much. Um, but eventually, you know, the, the picture started getting more clear over, over time as I kept trying. So that's basically how I got started into this. I appreciate that you, you know, that you tell us that it didn't happen overnight and it took years because I think that the online business world is expanding so much and um, it's definitely something that many people are interested in and many more people are leaving their corporate jobs and their nine to five jobs to build an online business. Um, but I think that we're living in this world of instant gratification and sometimes we forget that it's not going to happen overnight, even an online business can take you years to really figure out the systems and the algorithms and what your client is and how you reach them. So I just appreciate that bit of honesty there that you did, didn't happen overnight for you. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is too, like, uh, you know, marketers are the ones who sell the dream of, of building an online business, right? It's, it's the number one kind of skill that you need to learn if you really want to scale or grow an online business. And, um, it's all about human psychology and it's all about persuasion. And at the end of the day, you can use that for good or you can use that for bad. And I remember uh, when I first Googled how to sell online, you know, I would read these sales letters or watch these videos and they would talk to me about, you know, working from your laptop on the beach, make $10,000 a month. <laughs> and here I am on the other side, miserable at my job. And like, they would talk about, are you miserable at your job? Do you like hate it? You know, you want to escape your nine to five. You want to have this freedom. And like, they, they play on that. Right. And you think, and you anticipate that like, oh, well, this sounds really easy. I'm going to quit my job in six months and I'm going to become a millionaire. Why haven't I thought of this before? And that's the only dark side of, of uh, actually, there's many dark sides, but this is one of the biggest dark sides of marketing and, and this whole online world is a lot of people take advantage and don't really tell you what it truly takes to build a business. I'm laughing because it's so true. And in the beginning stages of, of building this company, it was the same thing. It was you know, pictures that were being sent online with, you know, a girl on the beach drinking her margarita and just like the cash flow coming in. So yeah. you're, you're right. It's so the, the picture is painted so easily, although it's not. Yeah. Have you, have you ever tried to work on a beach like with a laptop? It doesn't work. It does not work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
band gets in your keys. Like it's it's stupid. It's not even it's not even something you should be doing. That's so funny. So, Absolutely. Uh, funny. Well, I'd love to I'd love to start jumping into. I guess the baby, the beginning steps of doing this, obviously this conversation can go for hours in regards to how to really do this the right way. But for, for those that are listening that are in, their, in the baby phases of building their company, or even if they're not in the baby phases and they need to kind of re-strategize their marketing plan, we know that a funnel system is really important. Um, so what is the first step before really building that funnel? I know that you talk a lot about like being able to build that list before you launch the product. So why don't we start there? Any strategy or tips that you can give us to help us out there? Yeah, I think first and foremost, it's important for people to understand what a funnel truly is and what it means. Um, because especially now with all of the stuff coming out with the word funnels and all of this stuff, it kind of it can kind of be a little bit confusing. It sounds really technical and whatnot. So the first thing that you have to understand is is what is really a funnel and why do we want one? Uh, here's how it normally works, right? Websites are built with navigation in the top, and um, you're basically saying you're putting out content, you're putting out posts on social media, you're, you're doing all of these things to try to attract noise and get people to come to your website. And you're hoping that somebody finds their way through your website with all the different links and all the different blog posts and all the different things that you've put on there. You're hoping that they find their way to your contact page in order to get in touch with you. That is very, very um, risky because you can't control that conversation. You're hoping that your your blog post catches somebody's attention. You're hoping that they click on it. You're hoping that they find their way and, and read all the stuff and find their way. A funnel switches that. A funnel says, okay, I'm going to deliberately target my dream customer. I'm going to send them to this particular page or video or, or blog post or whatever it may be, that particular landing page. And on that page, I'm going to ask them to do one of two things. Either they take the action that I want them to, which could be put in their name and email or go to the next page or um, you know, whatever that action may be, watch the video, whatever it may be, or leave. No other options. You can't click anywhere else. You can't do anything else. It's either you take that action or you leave, right? Once they go to the next, act, the next step, now same thing. You take that action or you leave, okay? I wanna kind of give an example. Um, in the offline world to kind of put this into perspective. So let's say you run a local gym and you want to get people signed up for, say, uh, you know, your, your personal training sessions. So you put out, let's say you don't even do anything online. You just create these little postcards and you send out a thousand direct mail pieces um, out to people that you think will fit, you know, in, in your demographic. In that, it says, if you come into the gym with this flyer, we're going to give you a complimentary session, right? So now they come in and you send out a thousand and a hundred people show up and they give you the flyer and now they have their complimentary session. Now, at the end of that complimentary session, you have 10 people that you end up selling onto a package of, of sessions. Well, that is a funnel. That is a direct, deliberate, step-by-step action that you're trying to get, you can convert, you can track it. You can know that you've sent out a thousand, you've got a hundred people who showed up with the flyer and you converted 10 of those people into actual customers. That was very, very deliberate. You didn't hope that people just walked into your store or into your, into your gym. 
Okay, so I think that's very, very important for people to understand that concept before uh, we dive into kind of the nuances of, of funnels and, and whatnot. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I absolutely it does. And I think that one of the common denominators and one of the co common problems in the beginning is that there is no funnel system. So let's say you do get them to click or you do get them to take action. A lot of times there's nothing that happens afterwards after the initial point of reference, um, which is where you lose your customers, you lose the clients. Exactly. So the first thing that you want to do is try and build an attentive audience. Okay, what do I mean by that? A lot of people don't know who you are. They've never heard of you. They've never heard of your services, but they still have a problem. And they've definitely been looking for solutions to that problem. Now, if all you do is shout from the top of your mountain, be like, hey, I can solve your problem. If you just come to the top of this mountain, if you just come follow me, I can help you solve your problem. Uh, you might get some ears perking up and looking up, but they're just wandering around. They're just trying to find a solution to their actual problem. So what you want to do is help them become an attentive audience by grabbing their attention. So the way you do that is by giving them some sort of free offer, some sort of freebie that will get them to give you their name and their email in order for them to now become an attentive audience. Now you can message them. Now you can control that conversation. You can shout whatever you want, but you can shout it in the order that you want. You can control that conversation. So building that gate and building that kind of little front-end freebie offer is how you start switching people from being random strangers to being an attentive audience. It doesn't mean they've bought something from you yet. It doesn't mean that they're ready to pull out their credit card. But what it does mean is that they now have know your name and are paying attention to your mountain. They're looking at you at the top of the mountain and they're saying, hmm, maybe, maybe this person can help me solve all of my problems. Let's, you know, talk about, let's say, for example, weight loss. You want to lose weight. If you give somebody um, a guide and you, you give them some sort of checklist or some sort of guide or, or free training, they give you their name and email. Now, all of a sudden, they're looking and saying, actually, yeah, maybe this person can help me lose weight and help me achieve my goals. So now they're starting to pay attention. And now you're messaging your emails. The, the communication that you give them can help them believe that you can truly help, uh, uh, help them ascend that mountain. Does that make sense? I know it's kind of a, a strange or a random analogy, but I kind of like picturing it as that's what you're, you're trying to do. You're trying to help these random strangers who have never heard of you understand that you actually understand what their problem is. The only way they'll start paying attention to you is if they become attentive, right? If they become, an, if they join your attentive audience. So that's how I look at it. And that's how I try to, um, to frame it whenever I build out my funnels, whenever I build out my campaigns. No, I think that makes perfect sense. And I think the key, as you were mentioning, is that in order to do that, you really have to know who your audience is and you know, you have to know their pain points, you have to know their needs, what they want, so that they are attracted to what you have, and which takes a lot of research and time. It does. And it, that's why a lot of times um, people build businesses around their past experiences, something that they've been able to solve for themselves. That's typically where you'll see a lot of business owners 
uh, thrive is because now they know exactly who they're targeting because they were them, right? If you're trying to build a business around something that you know nothing about, it becomes very, very hard to speak to your true customers when you know nothing about them. You don't know their pains. You don't know what they're really going through. But if you were able to lose a whole bunch of weight, let's say, let's let's give be extremely specific. Let's say you're you're a mom and you've just had a baby and and now you're you're trying to lose all that pregnancy weight. Well, if you were able to go through that transformation, it's much much easier to speak and understand the pains of all of the moms who have just given birth and now they're trying to lose all that pregnancy weight versus let's say you're a guy trying to speak to those moms who, and you've never had a baby and you don't know what that feels like, or, you know, the emotions that go through it and whatnot. Right. So you really have to understand who are you targeting? And a lot of times business owners will succeed the best when they were the types of, they were their customers, right? They were that person and they went through those pains. They, they went through the process of transformation. Yeah, and I think and I think you're right. You hit the nail on the head that most times when we're building a business, it's usually because it's something that we needed and that we that we think needs a solution to. Um, and I think just tapping into what our initial needs were can really help bring us the clients that we want. Absolutely. And um, uh, so I'll give you. Um, I'll kind of break it down um, with how we did it with Funnelytics, which is my my software company, uh, because. It was kind of a, the process that we used was very, very similar. Now, the freebie that we gave people, uh, my my dream customer is a marketer, right? Somebody who is actually doing digital marketing um, and, and wants to improve their metrics, wants to improve their numbers, get better at digital marketing. The freebie that we gave people in order for them to become an attentive audience was this mapping tool that we built. It was It's completely free. It's like this drag and drop canvas where you can map out all of your marketing campaigns um, instead of having to use a whiteboard. It's, it's on your on the computer. We gave that for free. People didn't know who I was before then, right? People didn't don't in the marketplace. Nobody knows my name. Nobody knows what I've done or all of my previous successes. It was just this pool of marketers over there, and now I gave them this freebie, this free mapping tool, they put in their name and email in order to get access to it. But guess what? Now I've brought them into my attentive audience. So what did I do? Well, number one, I pushed them into a Facebook group. Why? Because now they can see my face. I can post, they can kind of start building a bond with me. I can start, you know, we can start having conversations. Um, I can give them more and more value. It's very, very important create a sense of community with your attentive audience, right? You want them to start mingling with each other, but you also want to show up and be present. Simultaneously, as I was kind of growing that Facebook group, I was also sending them emails. I was also staying in front of them and telling them about the upcoming feature. And and again, if you think about a mountain, at the top of a mountain, what I basically told my customers and my 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 audience was, look, if you want to have better marketing, if you want to understand your analytics better, if you want to understand your numbers, and if you want to get better results for your clients, et cetera, if you want to come to the top of this mountain, right, then these are the things that you need to think about. The first offer I gave them was 
kind of a, a uh, the the it was a, an analytics tool which complemented the the mapping tool that we we created. So they already had this free mapping tool. I was giving them value, sharing, helping them inside of this uh, inside of this community and through my emails. And when it came time for them to take that first step of coming towards the top of the mountain, which was sign up for this um, sign up for our our analytics tool. It skyrocketed because I had this big pool of people. We, we did, uh, you know, not to brag or anything like that, but just to kind of give you an example or an idea of how powerful something like this is. I started building my list. I started building my attentive audience on December 7th uh, of 2017 for about 60 days literally two months on February 7th, I said, all right, on February 7th, I'm going to launch this analytics tool, which was my offer, the first step that they can start moving towards the top of the mountain. And in those two months, we built up our audience to about 6,000 people. And we did $208,000 in 48 hours when we did, when we opened up our, um, our offer. So the only reason I was, I was able to do that is because I built this attentive audience. I'd segmented all of the random digital marketers who are out there in the world. And I only started speaking to the ones that decided to come through the door, decided to uh, take my freebie. Does that make sense? Wow. That's incredible. That makes perfect sense. And thanks for breaking it down for us and really just giving us an example so that we can see the power of doing it right. Not sloppy, not fast, but doing it right. <laughs> yeah, and, and I will say this though: um, there is there is an advantage um, to perfection is never going to win. Okay, you have to understand that you cannot. There is no such thing as being perfect, especially in this marketing game. You can always, always, always improve. Uh, too many times I see people who aren't going to launch, who don't launch anything, who don't um, put their stuff up because they're they're not a hundred percent sure whether their headline is is the right headline, and they just want it to be a hundred percent perfect. But that's not how it works. You have to see whether or not your dream customers, whether or not your you know, the marketers who are out there who've never heard of me, whether they resonate and, and, you know, they actually resonate with my, my freebie offer. If they don't, then, then I can switch up the messaging, right? But I won't ever know unless I put something out there. And a lot of times I find too many people just hold off and they want it to be perfect. And then they think it's perfect and then they launch it and they realize it's not even close to perfect and it flopped. And now they get really, really sad and upset. And they say, well, I gave it my very best shot. And now I'm just going to stop because this is as perfect as I thought it could be. The trend. You've got to be careful with that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the trends right now are, are constantly changing. And so are the algorithms on social media. I'm just curious, you know, what's the best platform right now to start building, to, to start this building process? Are you doing Facebook advertising, Instagram? Um, what's the best way do you think right now? I think it depends on who you're targeting and who your dream customers are. Uh, what it comes down to is very simple. Go where your customers are, right? Who is your dream customer? If you're targeting, uh, you know, Fortune 500 CEOs, well, are you going to find them on Facebook? Yeah, probably. They're probably hanging out on Facebook. But truthfully, you may get a better shot going down the LinkedIn route, right? If you're targeting 
you know, 21 year old guys who are in college and you're targeting them to try and help them, you know, become uh, lean and, and whatnot, you know, and, and have six pack apps. Oh, you may be better off on Instagram or on Snapchat, let's say. Right. So it all depends on where is your audience? Where are they hanging out? That's where you should go. That's where you should be building your mountain. I love that. Mikhail, thank you so much for your knowledge today and for joining us and sharing this because this is really pivotal information. And I know that um, I know anyone listening has probably gained a ton of value from it. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview and start by asking you, is there any book that you've currently read or that you've just read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Yeah, I, I read a lot. Um, I've read many, many books. Um, but uh, one that always comes to mind is called Ready, Fire, Aim by Michael Masterson. Uh, and that book is all about how to scale your company. Uh, it's, it's, I think the subheadline is from zero to 100 million in no time flat. Really good book. And what's one value that you've constantly stuck by throughout your journey, something that's a non-negotiable for you? Uh, stop chasing that one thing. Don't chase, forget the idea of passion. Uh, I really dislike that word. Um, figure out what fulfills you, what motivates you, what energizes you and build your life around that. And then eventually you'll start to realize that, okay, this one thing is really does motivate me, fulfill me and whatnot, but start with your core essence as opposed to let me figure out what my passion is and if you can leave the world with one final message we like to call it the golden nugget here at rise up for you what would that be create your own path don't don't uh don't follow all the time uh, it's you only have one life so live it the way you want and we always like to ask, as you know, our company name is Rise Up For You. When you hear that phrase, Rise Up For You, what initially comes to mind for you? Um, really what, what I've just said in, in terms of live your own life, uh, create your own path, choose, choose how you want to live and don't be, be completely unapologetic with how you choose to live your life if it makes you happy. Absolutely. Mikhail, again, thank you so much for joining us. How do we stay connected and how do we support you? I'm sure there's a number of people that would love to get in contact and learn more about this system that you've created so that it can help their company. Yeah, awesome. So you can, uh, to get your free mapping tool account, it's at funnelytics.io. Uh, otherwise, go to thediaproject.com and you can find out a little bit more about me and uh, the projects and the stuff that I'm up to. Wonderful. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and pass it on to your friends and family. You know, the podcast is just one way that we reach our community members. If you go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you will see articles written from contributors from around the world, webinars, live events for you to attend. But, you know, we also have a huge online resource center full of information that you can access absolutely free. 
And you know, one of my favorite sections is the Unstoppable Confidence Toolbox that's full of practices and ways to help you build confidence so that you can overcome any doubt that's consistently getting in your way. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, there's PDFs, there's articles, there's exercises, there's so much for you to take hold of and really help you get to the next step. The cool thing is, is we have programs, trainings, and live coaching calls that are happening all year long, special for our members. So if you're looking for more and you really want to connect with like-minded women like yourself, then you definitely want to check out our membership and all of the benefits that we have to offer here at Rise Up For You. And lastly, if you haven't already, we would really love to hear from you and know how we're doing. Head over to iTunes, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and let us know how we're doing. Rate us, review us, so that we can be better and rise up with you. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.